0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Three Man Weave (sighs) Three Man Weave is brought to you by the good folks At Chairshot Radio Network in conjunction with eh, TheChairshot.com Always use your head Friends, countrymen, men, women, ladies, children Black, white, red, brown, Hispanic I'm employing you all to use your heads, because as you all know, I am running for president this year in the 2020 elections, and hey, man, you want a candidate that doesn't have onset signs of dementia? You want a candidate that has a decent head of hair? You want a candidate that's going to make America great for all Americans? Dwarves. Make sure we can do that. And I want you all to pick up your phones pick up your laptops pick up your desktops pick up your computers it doesn't matter i need help i need help campaigns cost money it just does and i need each and every one of you all to go to under the sound of my voice to go to pro forward slash the chair shot and pick up an official plat blast 2020 t-shirt to help fund our campaign. And while you're there, we've got a lot of other great designs. We've got Save Tag Team Wrestling, Hashtag Journalism, Jesus Did the Job. Help us out. ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash The Chair Shop. Please and thank you, thank you, and please, we're going to make America great. We're going to use our heads. God bless you. But most importantly, God bless the United States of America. I'm Mr. Velvet Pipes, Christopher Platt. As always, I am joined by my brother from another mother, Ray Cash. My Mister from another sister, the Commissioner PC Tunney, and we've got a fourth here. I guess it's a four-band weave this this time, right? Yes. um You know, there was a couple of scheduling difficulties. We didn't know if PC was going to get done getting his anal glands bleached in time to do oh, the show, so we called and ready to go. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together and show your love for Mister Pod himself, Patrick O'Dowd.
1: Oh, thank you. Thank you very much for that warm introduction. I was ready to pinch it for PC Tunney. He pinched hit for us on Bandwagon Nerds this past Sunday. So happy to do the favor and come in and then was like, are they going to boot me when I when I heard Tunney was – I was like, oh, am I out? Damn, I, I worked so hard for like 10 minutes to find some, some stuff to talk about on the show. That's longer than I worked <laughs> for this one,
2: Patrick O'Dowd. Thanks for coming uh, on, brother. Hey, No, I was like, hey, tell Pod to stay on. We're, we're running the four corners, the Dean Smith – Offense, four corners. we going oh, four corners that. this week. How do you uh, like
3: that?
1: Uh, very nice. Very nice.
3: Can I, can I say one thing real quick before we get started? No. The, oh. <laughs> Stop asking. Just say it. <laughs> so the belas really is a shirt. I didn't know that. Can I tender my resignation real quick?
1: I <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I have, no idea. Oh, I have a question. A real- I have a question about your platform
2: so considering like you're not for the little people is that because there's giant steps to get up to your platform is that what's going on there
0: well no i mean this is the thing man about the dwarves man they you know they can't reach the ballot box anyway so what it wasn't is was like wow. they were gonna
2: vote for me
3: any wow. damn way
0: you Send know your I
2: mean? hate mail to at the real cplatt on twitter
3: saying, <laughs> bro like when you make Kanye look competent bro come on now really you really wow.
0: think i make kanye look competent wow. i don't know that that's, there's anyone that
2: can make him look competent yeah. currently
0: you hey man if i could be if i could be sober for six weeks man i could probably make a go at it man i, I think i could go head to head with trump on on some promos you know what i mean and some debates okay. and i know i could beat sleepy joe with his dementia having ass
1: yeah I, I joe's actually the easier of the two to beat really trump, trump at least for for lack of a better word, he actually does have some level of charisma. He's gotten
2: right. way
1: too many people to buy into his ass. We're gonna steer out of that conversation altogether. And we're gonna get into <laughs> sports. <laughs> it's <laughs> about his viability as a candidate. I'm going to. I'm going to. There's none.
2: There's zero viability. There's no parts. reason to talk about it. Go buy the shirt. It's a great shirt. I'm sorry, Platt, but you're not gonna be the president of the United States. And I've never, ever. Yeah, I was tough, never, sad. ever your campaign manager, ever.
0: Y'all said that shit four years ago, too, about uh, Agent Orange <laughs> and how that worked out. I'm just saying. I'm not saying. I'm just saying.
2: <sighs> we now return you to our regularly scheduled program, a sports program <laughs> called Three <laughs> Man Weave.
0: I'm cleaning up the student loans. Vote for me. That's all I got to <laughs> say.
2: <laughs> He's running on that I paid Fanny Mayback platform. <laughs> Uh, all right should i run down what we got should i run down what we got this week before we get going yeah go for it man all right the marlins they're 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 having problems and baseball may be over as we know it. we'll get into that we're also going to discuss the nfl with no bubble it seems kind of like a similar situation lou williams apparently had a craving for chicken wings and went all to the all the way to the strip club in atlanta to get them (laughs) Mike Tyson versus Roy Jones Jr. is going to be our last topic. And I heard we got some parting shots this week. So, CP, uh, take it away whenever you're ready.
0: All right. I guess we'll just get on the good foot and do the bad thing, man. What's topic number one?
2: Number one. We are definitely talking some baseball. I had a chance uh, yesterday to talk a little baseball with Mr. Patrick O'Dowd at the end of Bandwagon Nerds. Go ahead and check them out at Bandwagon Nerds. That's dropping every Monday right there on the chair shot at ChairShop Media. ChairShop Media, we've got to push that. But our first topic, eight players for the Marlins tested positive, I believe, yesterday, and 14 now in their traveling group have coronavirus. The home opener for them today was canceled. In addition, the game that was to be played in Philadelphia today, where the New York Yankees were the incoming team, to which the Marlins were the outgoing team, that has also been postponed to see what's happening. My question to you guys is, this could end the season could it not i mean one team could ruin the bunch because you're ruining the integrity of competition and equality with scheduling and they're really running into a big mess they don't have time to push this stuff back so i'm going to start with ray because he's said the least so far and he always seems to have the best insight no offense platt really 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 no no offense to ray but (laughs) we're Ray, what are your thoughts on this whole MLB Marlins coronavirus situation? You're muted, by the way. Yes, we we can't
0: hear you. Really? Yeah, see, you're going to bury me. Ray, you're making me look bad here. I can't even figure out how to hit the mute button.
2: (laughs) All right, Patrick, you're the guest. Why don't you start us off? I think Ray can't hear or speak right now. (laughs)
1: Well, well, let me put it this way. I'm wearing my Cardinals jersey right now because I'm not sure how much longer I'm going to be able to watch it before they call the season. Like, like I was so mad that they had an off day today just because it feels like at any moment this could go. Because you, you said it all. If the impact of one team being, not just having like a single person test positive, but to have what is it, like 12 to 14 people.
2: 40% of their active roster has COVID.
1: That that begs for other folks to get it. And like you said, we don't know what's going to happen with the Phillies. The Yankees, I don't blame them, you know, coming into that locker room to then be like, you're gonna have them play. They gotta, they gotta clean that place up. They gotta wipe that shit down. And
2: Apparently, the Yankees, that's... the Yankees came down in tow with their own staff to do cleaning before they went in. They wanted right. nothing to do with any of the staff that had just been around exactly. the Marlins for the whole weekend. So just to kind of throw that out there, Ray, are you back? Yes,
3: I couldn't hear. <laughs> My headset died.
2: That's what happened, folks. My that's headset what happened, died,
3: so. almost like the baseball season. Hey, there you go.
2: Was... Run with that.
3: Um. Oh, it's my turn? Is my go? Yeah, baseball dead. Um. <laughs> no. Um. The irony of the situation is that we laughed and joked for for weeks on here about how how crazy the bubble idea was. Bubble work. We laughed here about how crazy um, all of the different things they had to do to get a baseball season to work. Canada won't even let the Blue Jays play in their own state home stadium. Canada was right. Like, this isn't working. Like, what are we thinking having them travel? Like, oh, yeah, everything's going to be good. It, it's 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 almost ridiculous in hindsight to think that we actually thought this could work. It's almost ridiculous in a sense. And unless they want to do what I said basketball was going to do, because, you know, they went to the ends of the earth and found the most obscure people who hadn't played in years, Michael Beasley, to come back. Unless they're just going to call up the whole Triple A. I don't really know what you do in the situation.
2: Platt, I just want to add so, one more, one more piece ahead, of information here that I kind of thought was interesting this morning. when I, I started late this morning. The reason I'm on is because the lights went out at my store an hour early. They forgot to change the timers on them, so lucky me, I got to go home early. But this morning, watching first take, Bomani Jones on for Stephen A. Smith, him and Max Kellerman. And Max is like, you know, I'm usually in favor of the union and the workers and the players' associations, but... If they're the ones that shit all over doing three different bubbles for this season and that's why we didn't have them, it's their own faults that they're not going to get a paycheck now.
0: And You know, Ray literally said exactly what I was going to say. I was going to bring up we all ridiculed the bubble idea that the NBA has, but they seem to have this figured out better than, you know, every other sport. Uh, one thing else, one other thing that Ray said about maybe we get some replacement players. Um, as soon as Ozzy Casego heard that, he, he picked up his bat and started taking some swings at the homeless mission that he's at right now. Trying to get, yes. you know, try to work yourself out and, and get back together.
3: Carlos Zambrano <laughs> is throwing right now. He's ready.
1: Bartolo Colon is ready right now. Well, Ruben, Ruben, Ruben Sierra so, is ready to go. So he's 80.
2: He was 55 when he won a World Series. Yeah, when he was 55 when he won the World <laughs> Series. He's 72. He's ready to DH. It's universal now.
3: Franco, uh, Julio Franco, and Omar Vizquel—they like they're gonna uh, go that. for like season 35.
2: What's the who's Charlie Huff is coming back with the knuckleball. <laughs> oh
1: yeah, knuckle, knuckleballers can throw all day. He That's played for the Marlins.
2: He, he, Tim, who
1: did he play for?
2: Tim Wakefield coming back.
3: Rayfield could get Rayfield could get you two innings right now. Are the Negroes still alive?
1: Like, can we give can we fill Negro back? <laughs> I don't know if that Vaseline ball is going to work. First. Oh yeah, <laughs> about, man. you got two on Patrick is
2: very Necro. confident in his baseball knowledge. <laughs> but go ahead, Pat. You have something to say, man. What the hell's the Negro League? What's What's league. the Negro League? <laughs> uh, oh, no, that was a bad one. All right, I'll sit out for five seconds.
1: No, nah, I, I lost my train of thought. I, I just <laughs> you guys derailed me there. All Welcome time. to a Platin PC go-go. podcast.
3: Whenever a white dude is threatened with possible race, a racist oh, moment. Oh no, dude, I'm totally racist. Completely.
1: You <laughs> no, it just the took me. A second. It, didn't even cl- it didn't even click where you two went. Where, where you two went? Where you three went? <laughs> See, look, that that was racist. See, that was the difference. <laughs> just a little bit. No, it's you. Got, you just got to own your behavior. That's the first step. You own your behavior, and then recognize the racism, and then you're fine. Uh, then you can take the next step, like a grown up. That's how it works, people. Anyway, yeah, I don't. Th- there's not enough players. The bubble thing, like that you were talking about, Tony. That's we when I when I was here the last time I filled in, we talked about the union and the league and the amount of fighting and wrangling that went on just to even get a baseball season started. And so we are really reaping what what we sowed here both from an owner's standpoint and and from a player's standpoint. Like they they have killed what could have been any level of a season cuz I don't I don't see going any further cuz I think this is just step one. Like it it's just you can't tell me that we're not going to have another team face another outbreak like this and we're back in circles where if you know if you would stayed in Arizona and I can't even remember where the was it all in Arizona was where they were going to play maybe in Florida too was be Arizona and
3: Florida like the Grapefruit League and the- right
2: and I don't know where the Which- third the third was either going to be Texas or California and then all four just flew right. up I mean, with cases
0: you know Florida Arizona Georgia Texas like those are pretty much the hotbeds right now like I understand what they were trying to right, do but the those NBA the bubbles beds. in
1: Florida like like the NBA yeah. bubbles in Florida, the thing that I think has been, you want to talk about how the NBA did it right? They like you, you really are on a lockdown, and the people that we're hearing about, they they screwed up. They tried to like push the envelope, and the NBA is like, nope, you're you, you did this, you're stuck here. We talked about so this.
0: Long... Go, oh, go ahead, Sonny. I apologize, brother.
2: We talked about this. We talked about what's most likely to finish their season, et cetera, et cetera. We brought up the fact that the only thing that's gone through an entire tournament and multiple teams and gone to fruition is the basketball tournament. And they had 24 teams. And early on, they had someone test positive with COVID. And the rules were, your whole team suspended. And the rest of the teams finished the entire tournament without a problem, played in a bubble. That's why the NBA is going to work. That's why the NHL is going to work at two different sides of Canada. And that's why NFL and MLB ain't going to work. You're traveling. You're moving around. These guys can go do whatever they want when they're not at the ballpark. So how
0: how long before they pull the plug for MLB? Because you know they're going to try to bring it back. They'll, we'll probably, be, uh, they'll probably be shut down for a week or two, and then they're going to try to bring it back. So when do they actually pull the
2: plug? Well, I don't think they can I, I, shut I, down for a week or two. I,
3: I actually think if they don't pull the plug in the next week, they won't do it at all. Because remember how this all started. This all, this whole entire shutdown of all sports started from one positive case. Everybody lost oh. their mind. Now we have 10, and they're like, oh, well, just postpone the game. We'll, we'll play tomorrow. So, like, if they really just let this next, next week go and continue games and keep it moving, they won't shut it down. Because that just shows at least me – Maybe they'll do something like they did in the basketball tournament. Maybe the Marlins will just be completely... Maybe the Marlins are gone from the season
2: this year. But doesn't that infect the integrity of competition? Whereas teams in the East, uh, the NL East, they lose a bunch of games, and the AL East loses a, a third or a quarter of those games considering they were all supposed to play the Marlins. You, you go by winning percentage then, they have more days off, they're more rested. You've got to think about the fairness of competition overall and totality for the entire league. Well, the thing is, though, man, you know, none of the solutions that we have are perfect. And you could,
0: you know, if you think about them more than two seconds, I said this on these airwaves as well. If you think about them for more than two seconds, they all sound ridiculous. But they're going to try to do something, even if they have to eliminate the Marlins, because, quite frankly, some games are better than no
1: games. I mean, from I guess from a revenue standpoint, hey, from a public health standpoint, is a terrible idea to keep going. Like, straight up. and I mean, we're just talking about where the players have been in contact within the context of a ball diamond. You know, like, where do they go after that? Like, are they sequestered everywhere they go? Like, what are they doing? Where are they staying? Who are they encountering? They're traveling all over the country because we're keeping our home ballparks, with the exception of Toronto. It's a patently, in my opinion, it's a patently stupid idea to keep going.
0: It is, but they're gonna try because because well, like, it's money. Literally, exactly. That's it. Cash is king, so they're gonna try. I don't know now. Are they gonna succeed? I don't think so. No, I, 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 I don't. Up. I don't think it's gonna work. And you know, I don't think the NFL is gonna work either. They're gonna try, but I don't see how that could possibly work. Like that's the. I, uh, uh, I,
1: next to UFC, I almost shared a. I almost shared an article I came across with you guys about where they're already talking about a ten to twelve game season in some circles in the NFL already. Like, they're at the very least talking about reducing it. So, even it's, there...
3: Baseball's in such a weird space, though, because if they if they do shut down, which may be kind of trending towards a the win, there will most assuredly be a work stoppage in 2021.
1: Oh, that's
0: already happening anyway, man. There's going to be a work stoppage in e- yeah. either way. Yeah,
3: that's yeah but happening. I mean, like, we're not talking, like, work stoppage it's, but come yeah. back. We're talking, like, no season. By the way, because, that's
0: going to happen in, in the NBA as well. I didn't mean to cut you off, Ray, but they're yeah, gonna, there's yeah. going to be a work stoppage in the NBA as well because they're going to wrap this shit up in October and then try to ramp it back up two months later in Christmas. And the owners are going to look at the players and say, hey, man, we're missing 40% of our revenue.
3: We ain't got yeah. it. And the players are going to be CPAs like, fuck that shit. These are going to be attacked yeah. heavily. Yeah.
2: Yeah. All
3: four of the mate well, five of you count soccer. I don't, all of the major
2: leagues. I don't think NBA will go i think nba will work something out the influx of money that's come into that league in the past three four years the way we've seen salaries risen and the owners willing to give up 50 percent and no more not the 51 and you've seen like the salary cap went back down because the money went back down a little bit that's a really good deal for both sides now i don't think the owners are willing to lose that money i think they're willing to even give a little bit more once you give the players 51 52 and the owners can afford that there's no way the players are going to sit out another season
0: well the players had 57 and they let the owners negotiate them back down to 50 50 so but i'm I'm telling you man they're gonna be like hey the owner's gonna be like yo we ain't got it man we can't let fans in arenas that's 40 percent of our revenue yeah the tv deals are great but we're not gonna pay y'all out of pocket
2: unless they got paid 57 they never had it no they did have it did they get paid it Yes. Then when?
0: Back in the nineties, those Jordan, uh, 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 Charles Oakley, Charles Barkley, like they had a fifty-seven percent revenue share, and they allowed the players. And the, that was they, before that, but that was back down to fifty-fifty.
2: And that was before the globalization and why the salary cup cap became so inflated in the in the last turnaround. So it's a little bit different animal there. It's kind of yeah, like yeah, we got two hundred million dollar contracts now. It's kind of like okay, tomatoes this, and but- potatoes. But they also still work paycheck
0: to pay, or live paycheck to paycheck, which is why whenever the owners shut it down, eventually the NBA players are going to come crawling back to the hey. table because they need money.
2: Lou Williams could not even afford to get his shit delivered. He had to go to the strip club to pick it up. He was only there to get food. He
1: did. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's that was a problem. That's exactly what problem. Pa- and he paid for every one of those wings in singles. I'm sorry, single but I
2: heard he also has a, uh, something on the menu is named after him there, apparently.
1: Oh, I, nice. love oh, I love for you. I love the for I do,
2: too. It's
0: one of my We're going to We're it's, gonna get to
2: that. We're going to get to that. Okay, okay. Go We're going to get to that. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have went there. Let's do last thoughts on MLB before we transition into that NFL topic that we kind of breached on already.
0: Well, I'll just say this, man, then I'm going to go take a piss. I thought that MLB, out of all the sports, had the likeliest outcome to be able to perform their season because i mean just by the very nature of baseball you're social distancing and now this happens and i don't know fellas i really don't know we've just totally as a country just totally shit the bed for the uh, during this whole situation and I, I don't know what happens from here i really don't
3: i'll tell you this and i'll, I'll let the baseball man let baseball men kind of end it but i'll tell you this I truly think, and, and I don't like I don't I don't take to saying this lightly. I don't enjoy saying this, but I think we have we're watching the end of baseball as a power sport in the country.
1: I I think I said this in our in in the previous the, the last show that I was on too. Baseball's already not the number one sport in America. You know, and and I and I love baseball. It breaks my heart to watch the way I feel baseball messed up a real opportunity here to maybe bring back some fans and some credibility from the way it got negotiated for a season to where we are now and just the mishandling of everything and I never cared for Bud Seelig as a commissioner but Rob Manfred good (laughs) lord dude just I didn't think he could do I I didn't think he could do a patently worse job and I just don't I worry that this is going to like you said this result, if if the season gets cancelled, and what we're looking at in terms of an inevitable work stoppage, because everybody feels like it's it's not so much an if, it's a win. Like, baseball will recover, but damn, is it going to be hard for it to, to truly come back, and it's going to be like the early 90s all over again, in, in my opinion.
2: It's funny to me because the top four sports are football, basketball, baseball, hockey. And mm-hmm. the top sport to me is the one that's better watching it at home whereas the other three i feel like are better watching in person so take that for what you will uh i don't think baseball will ever not be a power sport they'll figure it out there's too much money there's too much history there's just too much money there's too much money for all of these four things to fail right at some point or fashion you get reduced down to the level of where you should be Look at the NHL, the Kraken, they're, they're now the 32nd team, you know, like, that's insane. So, uh, baseball will not finish this year, and unless the NFL decides to do something different, let's get to that. I, I don't think that they'll be finishing this year either. And I'm Go ahead, Platt. It looked like you wanted to piggyback off that into of the NFL.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm not uh, disappointed that the Major League Baseball season isn't going to end because after three games, the Indians proved they're still the Indians. So uh, They weren't going to well, win. Not, <laughs> Let's put it
2: this way. They won't so. be the Indians for much longer. And yeah, yes. that's fair, too. The Cleveland
3: Indigenous Peoples.
2: I heard the spiders. Oh, yes.
3: look at that. Spiders or Cleveland or spiders, it's, it's
2: Cleveland spiders because they used. The, there was an old uh, Cleveland team called the Spiders, like a hundred years the ago. Spiders, right? Yes, that yeah, or the Guardians yeah. because of the pillars from the one building that's like Guardians of the City or something like that. Those are the two names that I've heard. Right. It's,
1: it's better but than I mean. Cleveland baseball team.
2: Yeah. <laughs> The
0: irony is I've been calling them for the past few years, like probably the past five, six years. I've been calling the Washington football team the Washington football team because I don't want to my, use that my term. Mike Tirico
1: turned me on to that.
0: Mike Tirico used to
1: do that um, for all, like, when he would cover – because he did Monday Night Football for a while, right? Like, I'm, yes. not, I'm not misremembering yes. that.
3: And he's about like, to do Sunday Night Football.
1: Right. And, and he would just he would just say Washington if he said anything. Like, he never, he never used the team name. Him and uh, Michael Wilbon, oddly enough, were the were the two that I, I really picked that up on. But uh, we were uh, we were ragging Dave uh, David Ungar about the, that yesterday because uh, I've decided now that the uh, Chicago Bears in the late '80s they lost to the Washington Football Team in '86 and '87 in the playoffs. That's that's just what happened. It's, it's the name now. That's the name. So it's it it must be so. Yeah.
3: I think so. Yeah. We don't I mean, who do you still think do you still remember the Washington bullets? No, you remember the wizards.
2: Why did you have to get rid of the bullets though? That was stupid. Eh, guns. Uh, yeah,
3: guns yeah I mean it mean, could have stood
1: for bullet train.
3: Bruh, it, like it is... like
1: like Clipper stands for Clippership. Is Come it on, really bro. about losing the bullet name versus getting the wizards as a name? Because hey, the wizards, do, wizards does not strike fear in my heart. As, as an opponent like oh we're facing the wizards today like get out your d20s and roll because we're does, gonna play some dungeons and dragons <laughs> does, like does that's Malik that's, Malik that's what Malik i see in your heart not at all though i do love anthony davis
3: yeah well exactly but you so <laughs> i lost. mean a lot of the te- like the the when you when you think of salt lake city the first thing you think of is a
2: jazz well, that's a transfer from New Orleans. They're not a lot you can do about that. They should have taken that right, away from them when the it Pelicans it? went down there. They should have given them Jazz back and had Utah become the I don't know mountains John or John Smiths, because we don't drink. No, the or Joseph Smiths, <laughs> yeah, the <laughs> Joseph
0: Smiths.
1: The
2: Utah, the Utah uh, multi-wife having men.
1: Oh my! The Utah polygamous. Hey,
2: ladies and gentlemen, taking the cart, the Utah polygamists. <laughs> There you
1: hey,
0: go. I'm, I'm gonna tell you like this, man. I've spent a little bit of time in Utah, man. There's some freaky diggy people in Utah because you know it's, it's so straight it's up Utah. And, and straight laced, and buttoned up. Like, yeah, they they get down. Don't don't get it twisted. They get down. You want to I mean, have a good time. You gotta consider
1: you're in the middle of nowhere. Like it's Utah. Like what else is there? Like you get bored, man.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna tell you like this. You want a good time? Go to Utah.
1: That's, that's, all right.
0: that's low on my list,
1: but I remember that. I, Recommendation I from a presidential candidate Christopher Platt. He just wants that. He just wants some Isley. three
2: electoral votes from Utah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You're building up the wrong state, buddy.
0: Hey, man, I went there and told him I was hired at
3: Howard Isley and had a hell of a time. You, oh, you got to get it where you can find him. He's going nice, nice, to nice. start shouting out. He's going to start shouting out the Virgin Islands and all these other places. He can get anything Get
1: from. Get, those, get those single votes. Yep. I'm gonna fix Puerto electoral.
3: Rico too. I'm
0: gonna fix Puerto Rico too when i'm when I'm president and and South Dakota, I'm looking at you too. I'm gonna look out for y'all too. Let me get them a couple electoral votes as well.
1: Honey, I mean, were we talking about football? What happened here?
2: It doesn't matter <laughs> What are the odds this football season takes place at sixteen games and comes to fruition? Let's talk about that
0: negative twenty.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's bad. I guess Patrick brought it up. Do you guys see more realistic things happening where maybe they go to something kind of scheduled like MLB did and you only play teams in your division and opposite division, and then you go from there and you kind of bubbleize it locally? You could have your division games all played kind of in a central area. You could do more quarantining. You could do players get on the bus they don't go anywhere they're quarantined 24 7 with their team even though they travel private charters private buses you know nfl cleaning crews it's going to take that to do anything without having the same result that baseball had and i feel like i called this
1: especially in in a much higher contact sport Platt alluded to this when we were talking about baseball you would think that there was some sort of advantage being socially distant on some level now there's still you're, you're touching a baseball world but in football you're it's a contact game you're going to be smashing into people left and right plus a full roster is double that more than double that of a, of a baseball team like right. it just exponentially grows the odds yeah. of this being problematic I, I think that your safest bet is what you got at there, flat is that you know, I put the, I would put the over over under at eleven and a half, eleven and a half games. That uh if I were if I were uh, if I were going to put something out there for a line for people to bet on, and that it would be like a divisional season.
0: And you know, I, I my my apologies, right I'm just saying this to get out the paint. But I um I've been seeing on social media today when the uh, baseball MLB thing kind of came out, people are suggesting that maybe football do the bubble like the NBA but like Patrick alluded to just the sheer volume of people that are associated with an NFL team. I mean, you'd basically have to you you would basically have to go get a whole town on the manifest destiny side of the game and, and create a whole town with nothing but NFL personnel and obviously that's not feasible. I, I don't see how this works at all i, I just don't and it, it but on the flip side of this i understand how america feels about their football like football is america's pastime so the the fear that i have is that if there is isn't any football i i could see the american public turning this Miller farmer into the hunger games for real like this will turn into that mythropic uh you know uh futuristic society that we see in all these movies like Mad Max and the Hunger Games and this like that. Like, I don't know how I don't know how America functions without football, but I also don't see how America can function right now with football, if that makes any sense.
3: Or how football can
0: function in America, I beg your
3: pardon. 100% we have a season. 100% we finish the season. Football is football is run by a bunch of billionaires who have so so much disdain and so little respect for the people underneath them that they, in the midst of one of the biggest scandals in sports history with concussions and CTE, fought for years and finally got added a 17th game. They don't care. They will find a way to have that game. They will find a way to have that season. They will find a way to continue. And I don't know if a bubble is the way. I don't know if if, if imparting into contracts in some form of or adding an addendum to the CBA, say, uh, kind of doing what baseball didn't do and make and making it changing it to where you can't even during game week during the season you can't go home. You we have a team hotel where you live. I don't know. Whatever they're going to do, there's going to be something they're going to have to do. They're going to finish the season. They're going to start this season. They're going to finish this season. Baseball money is not football money. It's just not. We're dealing on a, and baseball money's long, but we're dealing on a all together different playing field. When we're talking about the revenue and the money at stake when it comes to a football season and football teams. And I just don't see any way that they don't, if they got to do, they have to break laws or rules to do this. You said that they can't take over a city? Why the hell not? They do it all the time.
2: I'll just kind of round this topic off by saying this. I think the only thing you can compare football in America to is football in Europe that's how big the money is because you look at the way the Premier League and the UEFA Champions League pushed and pushed and pushed and we kept hearing about uh, positive tests for soccer teams and everything too early but Premier League just finished yesterday just finished yesterday they already finished they finished a league yesterday that when they stopped they had already had a champion in their midst so when you talk about money ruling a sport that's really the only one I can kind of compare it to. I do want to hit one other NFL topic very briefly and more in terms of football and X's and O's and a new team that's emerged as probably right behind the Chiefs as a contender and that's the Jets trade Jamal Adams to the Seattle Seahawks for their safety uh, this year's first and third and next year's first and the Seattle Seahawks get a fourth round pick back. I thought the Jets got a great deal out of it because they weren't keeping him anyway. And the Seahawks just vaulted ahead of everybody except for the Kansas City Chiefs, in my opinion. And the Ravens. Nah, i still take... I'd still... Stu- okay, oh, I'd still...
1: Well, woo,
2: woo, woo. Oh, Man, if I really wanted so to get, get into it, Chris. I think I'd uh, pull some uh, abdominal muscles laughing at that one. But I will take uh, Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson... Over Lamar Jackson, I understand it's hometown bias. Don't ask me about the Packers, and we won't go there. And Lamar Jackson. I'm sorry. I'll take Russie and Petey over Johnny and Lamar.
0: Have they improved their offensive line? Because Russell Wilson, God bless him, man. He's been running for his life for the past six years.
2: Well, the Seahawks also don't have to face the Chiefs in the AFC Championship. So, No.
3: <laughs> yes, Two, two, two. Tony's point. I think that the Jamal Adams trade right, right now, until we see what number twelve looks like in a Buccaneers uniform officially, not just pictures, but like on the on the field. They'd be lucky to go I eight and think,
2: eight.
3: No, they'll 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 win ten games easy. Just on just on GP. It's 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 a Brady team. They want they went eight and eight yeah. last year. They'll, they'll make the, they eight eight
1: it's good the the amount of overvaluing that tom brady gets in his waiting years just blows my mind well i mean mean,
2: i'll bet anybody right now straight up the patriots have more wins than the buccaneers who wants to bet me
3: that's not that's not a fair bet because they play the the jets they play the dolphins and they play the the team in buffalo so yeah that's six wins every year
1: the, the team in you mean the bills
3: yeah, I couldn't think of their name. <laughs> <names>. <laughs> that one you can say. Are solid what are you talking about. They got a defense. They got a defense and they got a they got a quarterback with four legs.
2: They just got but. a receiver for that quarterback. Yeah, but he, he still can't throw. He,
1: can't throw. he can't throw. Josh Allen can throw. He ain't have nobody throw to. He can throw better than my quarterback. I'd rather have I'd rather have Josh Allen on my team right now. Who's your team again? We we don't talk about my team. They're trash. Okay. It's the Bears. Oh yeah. Well,
3: well yeah. hey, Josh Allen is better than Baker Mayfield, so you know.
2: Go oh, we're wow. really. Yeah, I would take I would take Josh Allen over Baker. Baker's
1: Mayfield. got the better endorsement deals though. Really? He's got more this, commercials and touchdown on passes.
0: And and I'm not even the biggest Baker fan. I don't think he's got nothing, but I I don't know what he's got. But, I mean, he's got a hell of a lot of weapons to work with. And if that dude that's the head coach of the Browns now, if he could make Kirk Cousins into a Pro Bowl quarterback and win a playoff game with Kirk Cousins, come on, man.
2: Kirk Cousins has made a lot of money in the NFL.
0: Yeah. He has. God bless him for that. On the Jeff Jarrett side of the game.
3: Sometimes in in football –
2: don't encourage Sometimes football, too much is too much
3: right but you know what I'm saying like I think he has too much on mm-hmm. too much he has too too many weapons he to got too the many point miles. where and yeah and w- these aren't like people who are normally eh, I'm good'm I'm, I'm a team player and they're team players but Odell needs the ball Jarvis um Landry needs the ball Right? Austin Hooper didn't sign that huge contract to come there in the block. He needs the ball. You, know, you got but two ta- starting line running backs. They need the ball.
2: You're looking at like, it from the, the wrong talent. you're looking at it for the wrong perspective.
3: Talent for talent.
2: You man. know what you and know. What,
3: roster roster, no
2: no who's
0: got more talent. How many teams have more are more talented than the Browns? That don't mean nothing.
2: Ta- that don't Kansas City. Green Bay. Like, I can name tons of teams. You want to know what fixes every did problem you, in Cleveland? Did, did you literally just – oh, wait, son.
0: Did you literally just say Green Bay has more talent than the Cleveland Browns? Well, that just came out I might I be Baltimore Baltimore
2: because I live here. Let me tell you what fixes all those problems in Cleveland. Odell could have, Winning. like – there we go. Odell could have 16 catches all year, and if they go 16-0, and all, the motherfucker won't say a word. Yep.
0: Yeah. He does want to win. I mean, obviously, wide receivers are divas and head cases. But that Mellor Farmer want to win more than I anything. I was a wide
2: receiver. Give the I get ball to
0: Nick Chubb. Give the ball to Nick Chubb <laughs> 20, 25 times a game. We got Kareem Hunt, and that's gonna set up the play action for Beckham and Landry on the outside. We we got my man back now, Miles Garrett.
2: Patrick is, is like when Dave. When you talk football with Dave, it just goes to the the, the Washington football team. Yeah, just, when you just, bring up any down, football down, topic down. with Chris, it just goes right to the Browns.
1: I mean, you can hear it. It's a it's an eleven and zero season in that shortened season that they're going to have. That I predicted Six, earlier. Yeah, apparently they beat it's you zero. twice. They beat you twice, Ray.
2: Are you scared? Are you scared over there?
1: Look, he, he can't even look it up from his phone. He's not. He's not, he's like, not
2: even going to say anything. He, he, that's how little not, he fears hey man, your Browns.
0: The Browns gave. Hey man, the Browns gave Tennessee the blueprint of how to beat the Ravens last year.
1: I just get to watch the Bears not score and give up like twenty two points a game. Because they can't score so the defense is tired. Like that oh, is every every Bears game all season long.
3: You don't you're not happy with the savior that is Nick Foles?
1: Oh, he's going to I'm become thrilled. the starting
2: quarterback. I'm thrilled. Thoroughly. But
1: hey, he's no Jake. Oh, Foles, I know who I you are, Tony. Hell yeah. <laughs> Here, here's the thing is the situation was so bad, like we, we when we got Nick Foles, we were like, okay. Like Shig Bears fan were like I mean, a guess. It's not an they, upgrade.
3: That's the funny thing. Today. It's, it's not an upgrade. Well, what it is, what it is, is a kick in something. the ass
2: to see if Mitchell Trubisky can actually come and fulfill perform his talent and, and perform a pass. because the guy can actually do stuff when he gets his head straight. So we'll see. I don't know. I look for Trubisky okay. to He's actually have a decent in the season. To be honest mm-hmm. with you, we have two more topics that I really want to give plenty of time to. So the last thing I want to do for here is let's go around the horn. The percentage chance you give the NFL to complete whatever season they start, and I'll say 33% from where we are right now, with, if they make zero changes, I give them one-third of a hole of a chance to finish this season. Ray? I,
3: uh, I'm, anything is possible, so I'm going to say 90. All
2: right. We'll let Odell go last. Platt?
3: Uh, negative
0: thirty, man. They're gonna try their damnedest, but I just don't see how this is possible. I don't are see how saying
1: they get no season.
2: So you're no, he's saying he's, under I'm, the current, current no. format there is zero percent chance they finish the season. That's what you're saying.
0: No, they're not right. gonna play yeah, they're not gonna play sixteen games. That's what I'm saying.
1: All right. Patrick. I'm about the same place as you are, Tony. I I'm probably a little bit more confident. I I would say more like a 41 42 percent chance that they finish what they start. Lest we forget, Roger Goodell
0: runs the NFL with the same competence as Screech's secret sauce on Save by the Bell. Like, let's, let's not forget that, okay?
1: Let's for record, better than For Rob the man.
0: record,
2: I've been out to the bar with Screech plenty of times. Not personally trying to meet him there, but he's been there. And, ugh, oh, what a, Never mind. I won't be mean. And, and
3: for the record, if you watch that episode they made bank until they realized that he was <laughs> selling so for the record
2: <laughs> tune in to three man weave next week where we have a special Save by the bell podcast special <laughs> can can guest with special guest mario lopez because he'll do anything all right folks we'll be right back with more three man weave promotional consideration paid for by the following
3: Use your head.
2: All right, folks. That's right. You can hear John Tesh, and that means only one thing that means NBA talk. We got a couple guys leave the bubble. Uh, we have one man in particular we were going to talk about, I think, to start this conversation. Uh, Lou Williams leaves the bubble on an excused absence, goes to the strip club, gets his picture taken by, I forget the rapper's name who was there, and puts it up on social media. Um, and then, Jack
3: Harlow. Jack Harlow.
2: Thank you very much. Ends up pulling it down. And he doesn't lie when he comes back. He's like, yeah, I went to the strip club in Atlanta, blah, blah, blah. So he's been quarantined. I want to start with how would you feel if you were his teammate on the Clippers? Like, I've heard this isn't a big deal. These six games don't really mean anything. But at some point you got to feel like maybe you're not in it as much as we are. Why can't I leave and go to the strip club and come back and just for the playoffs? Like, if Paul and Kawhi are there, why does Lou get to do what he wants to do so i I don't know that's just kind of the question i'm asking personally i don't think it's that big of a deal some guys you you know there are double standards and there are for a reason right and people get treated differently for a reason especially in professional sports if you're a good basketball player or you're a good baseball player or you're a good football player you're going to get more leeway than the rest of the people on the team That's pretty much the end of the story from what I've witnessed in being in sports. And that you may not like it, then get better. But how would you guys feel if you were his teammate?
3: I I know Platt is from, Platt lived in Atlanta. So if if I may go before you because you're going to spit some Atlanta facts, right? Um, But. First and foremost, I want to say this is the blackest thing we could ever talk about. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to, Lou I Williams leaves know.
2: Bubble to go to strip club to get chicken wings.
3: Secondly, you're burying the lead. He didn't leave to go to a strip club. He left to go to Magic City. Not the same thing. Magic City is not just a strip club. It is. A, that's like Magic City being a strip it's club is just like saying... Yes, it's, that's, that's, it's like saying that Walmart is a department store. It's so much more than that. It's so much more. Um, thirdly, and I believe him only because I know Magic City, he really just went to go get some wings. Like, he legitimately went to go get some food.
1: Are so, the wings that good?
3: Yeah.
2: To, like, to be
0: fair, like, now, Magic City. I His name's yeah, on the
2: menu, right? Yeah. His name's on the menu? I'm,
3: I'm
0: not... Yes, he's got a he's got a menu item on, on yes, yes he does. Now to be fair, I haven't been to Magic City yet. I'm not the biggest strip club guy in the world. I'd rather go to the club and take my chances of trying to take something home. But yeah, from all accounts, the food, especially the wings, are delicious at Magic City and it's yeah. Atlanta, so I mean, yeah, you could get good-ass wings at the gas station down the street. Like, that's just Atlanta. So I, I, I actually believe him. Plus the fact that, you know, there's no A.V. Bradley, there's no Rajan Rondo for the Lakers, and Lou Williams can drop 30 anytime he feels like it. So yeah, he's gonna get a little leeway, and I I don't think they're mad at him because Lou Will you can't be mad at Lou Will. Lou Will's like the coolest dude in the NBA, and he's one of my favorite players, not just for his his prowess on the court, but for a lot of the Lou Williams stories that I've heard throughout the years.
2: But could you have picked a less so? Could you could you have picked a worse socially distanced place, a more likely place to catch COVID than going to a, a strip club experience center?
1: Experience. how much cash is ex- how much cash is
2: exchanged there how much touching is going on I mean it's all happening there there's a lot of heavy breathing I would imagine
1: yeah, yeah. you've Why never be been to contact sister? I've <laughs> never been to Atlanta contact chicken wing establishment virtual high
3: five. <laughs> that's the thing what what is what is in uh what is what was it, a fight club? If you ain't if you ain't been to Magic City, don't talk about City. Ma- no, it's that's not that serious. Um, no, I I wouldn't be offended only because he was so I look at it like this. If I if I if what he if what he did is to be believed and by every account there's no reason not to believe him. Would I be offended if he was coming back to the bubble and stopped at McDonald's and got a burger? No. If I would i be offended if he was driving back and he stopped at Domino's or Pizza Hut to pick up a pizza? No. He stopped at an establishment to get some food. The establishment isn't strictly a food establishment. Um but I, I guess, and Go ahead, please.
1: No, I guess I just would be as a teammate I'd be upset that I wasn't invited. Which then that's fair.
3: That's that's a fair issue to have. <laughs> You going go to go Magic City and you going you ain't going to take me with you, bro. Like I w- now the, the 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 thing to be upset with him about is why did he feel comfortable enough to go anywhere after leaving instead of going straight back to the bubble. That's the conversation right. to have. I think where he went is irrelevant. I think the fact that he felt empowered enough to say I'm going to do what I want to do anyway on the way back. That's no different than let's say if I'm at work and I call out and someone sees me doing stuff that I'm like I'm supposed to be sick, but someone sees me, you know, at the movies or something. I thought you were sick. Uh you know, so I get that. That's the issue I think that's being buried in this conversation because it's so fun. Talk about Magic City. Because Lou
0: Williams is Lou Williams, man. And so of course he felt comfortable leaving. I mean this is a man that a, a armed robbery. And not only did the guy not rob him at gunpoint, but he ended up talking to the guy and he went to McDonald's with the guy and brought him some food. Like, this is That's Lou Williams. This Doesn't is what this, Lou Williams does.
2: Listen, this so, this show started with us covering The Last Dance. Doesn't this remind you of Dennis Rodman going, I need I need a break. Well, how long of a break do you He's need? He's going to Vegas. Uh, 48, uh, about 48 hours. Sure. You know he ain't getting his ass back here in 48 hours, but... Lou Williams' ass came back. It's just he's going to have to wait 10 days now.
3: And and that's the thing, and I I know, Patrick, you want to say something, I'm sorry. That's the thing about this is he left for a family issue, and then you go into Magic City. Those optics look bad. I give you that. And last point, James Harden is right now texting everybody, I need to call me and say you have an emergency so I can leave. Because he needs his strip club fixed right now. What's
0: a better uh, way to, uh, you know, alleviate some tension? You might have some family issues. What's better than having a bunch of titties in your face and some fire-ass chicken wings?
1: I, I'm pretty sure I, that that's it. I don't think anybody's blaming the guy for, for what he did for his release. I I do think you hit on – all three of you have said this. Who who does it and who kind of violates that policy or whatever, that trust, whatever you want to call it? Like, that matters. Like, B. Williams has – its benefits and, and there's some expectations there. But the other part of this is it's just a very human thing to do. Like, and I think that's one of the things we're looking at a bunch of people that we put in a situation that is not typical of what we, what we would expect people to do, even in the, even under the, the umbrella of a pandemic with this idea of these bubbles and this, in this level of isolation to where you've got a James Harden begging people to you know, help him get out of, get out or whatever go goes. And we do this all the time. You can see it even as as you go out into the world right now, like we start to loosen up. We start to think, well, I can do this thing or I can go over here, I can do something else. And really I think that's where the mindset was. I don't think he was walking in thinking, Oh, this is gonna fuck everything over and I'm not gonna I'm gonna have to quarantine. Like, regardless of why he was going there, like I would bet money he didn't think twice about going because it was just it was like you said, it's a stop to stop on the way and one bad photo you know (laughs) screwed that whole thing over as opposed to the glitter that would have been found as he walked back in trailing you know whatever my last shit never comes out by the way guys that that shit stays forever my last point to the whole thing
2: is at the very least it's inconsiderate of a team that's trying to win an nba championship bottom line
1: absolutely i do agree with that
0: you guys imagine being married to one of these NBA female journalists and they're stuck in this bubble situation with these virile gargantuan millionaire men until October. I don't think that's getting enough play.
3: May I I make the point? I'm not going there. What I appreciate about Adam Silver as uh, a uh, commissioner is that he better than any other commissioner in any major sport understands his constituents I appreciate that he seems to understand who plays in his league with that being said he's done tremendous work with creating this bubble giving them things to do the food wasn't so great at first but you know what what can you do It's getting better now that the quarantine is over yada yada why is there no adult entertainment you got DJs there why you ain't getting no strip clubs in the bubble I'm not even being facetious, like le- legitimately, you know the people are, you know a good portion of your of your group either is single or is wink-wink single, you know, while, like I would think, all jokes aside, Seriously? that would be something that would have been thought about.
2: Pick millions of dollars or hanging out with a stripper. You got fucking three months to not do it. So some fucking self-restraint like the rest of goddamn motherfucking America that would for that kind of money. Just because you're so spoiled that you've had that much motherfucking money coming in the whole time. He fucked over his team. He did whatever the fuck he wanted. And it's bullshit to coddle and baby these guys. It's, It's just fucking bullshit. You can't have three months to go make money and be with your fucking team. I'm not yelling at you, Ray. I'm just saying it's a big fucking pile of horse shit, that fucking argument right there.
0: Yes, because America has done such a great job of doing what the fuck we needed to do to fix this stuff.
2: But no, but, say when, this, uh, but we will never get to that point if we don't start holding ourselves and those around us to higher standards. And we've talked about that. And that doesn't just stop with racism and everything else in America. It's everything be good for the people around you be better leave things better than how you left them period
0: so last time we were on this uh podcast ray and yeah clearly i don't think you remember but i i brought w- what you just said i brought that up as well you know i and i used the uh the analogy of chris rock in head of state where he they had the pretty blonde girl with him and that was supposed to be yeah, his concubine I, and, and I his released so he yeah. wouldn't get into the yeah, yeah. Let, let's go ahead, man. Let's get some of these uh, these strippers and these whores tested. And I say whore in the most respectful term because I <laughs> love whores. Plat Blast
2: 2020, yes. by the way.
0: I, I say that with the <laughs> utmost respect hey. because I, I love whores. But, yeah, let's get but, a bunch of these whores and, and get them into the bubble, get them tested, make sure everything's good,
3: and keep them in the bubble to keep the morale up.
1: Keep up the morale.
3: Tony, whores vote, too.
1: It's true. And if you, can do get, do. If you can get whores named bubbles inside the bubble, you've just created a time loop vortex <sighs> of perfection within the NBA bubble.
0: <laughs> Atlanta, Houston, Arizona, Cali, Vegas. Vegas. Let's do it.
1: Let's do it. Let's test these whores. And again, I <laughs> guess <laughs> I guess I'm the serious
2: one on this show.
1: <laughs> T- Tony's okay. about to melt down here, man. Yeah keep morale you could have saved the
2: shenanigans for the next topic you know that
0: i'm just saying man you know the the players are going to get sick of each other after a while because god damn i gotta see this you really okay okay
2: okay 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 i feel like joe okay 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 okay. you really think (laughs) they fuck you at the drive-thru they fuck you with the you really think that there is any plausibility that publicly stated and known the NBA decided to suffice their players with women of the evening while they were in the bubble. How would that go over publicly? Google Earl
0: Tiger Woods' uh, father. This is like known facts. When he was over in Vietnam, he ran a whole house.
2: This is not a league, a a professional league providing women for these guys. You're talking tomatoes and potatoes the, the, again. No, no, no. This
0: happened. You could Google this. Earl Woods. Earl Woods a doesn't,
2: isn't the commissioner of the PGA.
0: The, the, the rationale being, number one, you had to keep up morale because these guys need some women. You're and just, you can't have them go for carousing a, the city because they might this get... This is not, not a linear tangent. They might be intercepted by the enemy. Like, this is a real thing. Like... Tiger Woods bomb was one of them hoes. He fell in love with her brought her oh, back here God. to America, and they conceived Tiger Woods. So, you're saying the reason you a- would
2: give to the public for having these women in the bubble is that one of them may end up marrying these men and be an unbelievable story?
0: Why do you have to say anything to the public? Why, you know, everybody's. That's... I'm sure everybody got to. Because if they Why find out,
2: gonna... out after the fact that they brought him in, they're done.
1: No, Thank not. you so much for having me on this show, guys. This <laughs> is totally worth the time that I have got to spend <laughs> to watch Tuddy get the red ass as that's Pat that's and Ray try to talk about the virtues of whoring out the NBA bubble. I love it. <sighs>
2: Go ahead, Platt. Oh, I know you want the last word on this guys. thing. Uh, actually, hold on. Ray, do you have anything to add here? You. You're getting lost in the shuffle tonight. I want you to be heard.
3: I'd just like to say that I think it's a very known fact that our parents didn't
2: tell us everything
3: and we grew up fine when we found out it was what it was. The government clearly doesn't tell us everything, but you know what? We live every day fine. I really think that the NBA bubble has evening activities would be on the news for maybe like three days and then something else would happen and we'd go on about our lives. But the positives way way away the negatives yeah I agree what what else can I say
2: man he's absolutely spot on spot on sir alright I'll finish this topic by saying this if I was an NBA player and I was there I'd want some hoes Mike Tyson, Roy Jones Jr., two of the best fighters of their generation. I can remember watching almost all of Roy Jones Jr.'s fights, and I have gone back to watch all of Mike Tyson's fights that I didn't get to watch as a very young man. I can tell you I watched Mike Tyson live bite the ear of Evander Holyfield twice. I can tell you that I watched live many a times Roy Jones Jr., do the robot in the ring and embarrass someone by winning every single round or knocking them out before the 10th these two guys i would love to have seen fight a long long time ago i'm looking forward to see them fight but i am very disappointed in one thing and i will bring that thing up after we go around the horn here mike tyson taking on roy jones jr in california eight rounds of boxing I believe there's going to be some sort of catch weight. It's probably just going to get to have Mike has to get down to a certain weight. I'm not really sure, but uh, Ray, what are your thoughts here?
3: So uh, in in news from 1999. Uh, <laughs> no, so the, the this is so, this is interesting in a, in a myriad of ways. Number one, the beauty of it is. The catchway doesn't have to be too bad because Roy was consistently a light heavy who fought it heavy every now and then. He did a lot.
2: He won the heavyweight title. Beat John Ruiz.
3: Did mm-hmm. John Ruiz knocked him out? Yeah. Didn't even have it um, written down. I know that. I believe he knocked him out.
0: Did no, you? he didn't knock him out. He the no, decision. decision. Yeah, he didn't knock did him he? out. Okay. Yeah.
3: Um. So and Mike Tyson was never a very heavy fighter anyway. He always fought at the lower end of the spectrum for heavyweight. So that so that shouldn't be a too big of too big of an issue. The interesting thing to me is the fact that Roy Jones has never retired. Like, he fought like two years ago. Like, this is something he still does. This is all about Mike Tyson. Um, And the fact that Mike Tyson looks, and I know this is nostalgia speaking, but almost as good as he did in the early 90s, late 80s. Like, it is... And what's scary about Mike now is Mike is in a much better place in his life than he was then. So, you know how many how many of us have always said if we knew then what we know if we knew then what we know now we could be different. Well, this, he's not gonna start a brand new career, but you know he's not like, gonna start all over. But knowing now the things and the mistakes he made back then, like Roy Jones Jr. is my favorite fighter of all time. I'm terrified for Roy Jones Jr. going to this fight. Mike Tyson is coming to knock him out to gut him like a fish and eat his children and it just might happen and Warren Jones Jr. it go ahead oh please do it please do
2: it I eat your children I eat your children <laughs> I eat a whole bag of, <laughs> I eat a whole bag of Doritos and beat the kangaroo in the wing and then I eat your children <laughs> just for dessert because you're a Holyfield I My knocked out I knocked out Andrew Andrew is no Jim it's spinal it's spinal
3: I, 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 I love this, and with no Floyd, with Pacquiao being basically made of jelly, um, and Canelo signing the deal to the zone, where you can't really watch his fights anywhere else. Boxing needs this. We're not gonna get a a Fury, the Fury Joshua fight until probably early 2021. Boxing needs this because boxing is doing great in the lower levels, right? Charlo's and a lot of other guys are killing it on the television um, pro the the pro boxing fights and the stuff the top rank is doing and Golden Boy is doing. But in terms of national interest, boxing needs this. Everybody will be paying attention. Everybody will.
2: I'll say it like Platt would say it. UFC's eating their lunch right now.
3: They've been eating their lunch. They've been eating their lunch since Liddell, the first Liddell. Tour fight. That's when UFC, like, hit the map. Nationally. Never since then, they ain't look back, bro. Well,
0: okay, number one, you can't say that UFC is eating their lunch when Pacquiao and Mayweather drew half a billion dollars, and then the McGregor Mayweather fight.
3: One fight a year, they do, boxing does numbers with one fighter. UFC, every UFC pay-per-view, every UFC fight night, every UFC television card does tremendous numbers right so it uh, you're right on the top end level boxing is going to do bigger numbers because boxing is a sport intrinsically in our culture right boxing was the biggest sport in this country 100 100 years ago but in terms of a consistent level boxing can't hold a candle to ufc
1: yeah i'll chime in on that too because like I'm not a boxing... I'm not a fight fan, like, oddly enough, as much of I'm a pro wrestling fan. Like, I don't really... Like, I never really followed boxing. Mike Tyson, one of the few exceptions, because when he was at his pinnacle, like, everybody knew who the hell Mike Tyson was. Probably the only other fighter that I knew anything about or followed at any level was Sugar Ray Leonard before Tyson, you know, kind of took over the world. And once Tyson lost, like yeah and and lost to buster douglas like that was kind of the beginning of of a gradual decline in boxing in in the american consciousness and you mentioned two fights plat those two fights are the only two fights that i've watched live since tyson lost to douglas so that that and i i am the definition of what you would call the casual and i just don't I don't see you know I don't see the following that you see for UFC and you know when UFC has an event my Twitter blows up when boxing has an event maybe I get a couple of HBO tweets because HBO or Showtime is covering the fight and they talk about what happened and so I I think this is a I think this will be a fight that brings in a ton of money I think that it'll be great where is this fight taking place? In California. That's a good question. I don't know. In California. Okay. In California, unfortunately, will there be whores there? Here. I'm just asking because of the bubble conversation. So, Roy
3: Jones Jr. is there. Roy Jones Jr. is the rapper
1: that owns, uh, or, Sorry, I couldn't help it. I They'll couldn't help it.
2: <laughs> so, here's what I want to add to this for you guys. and I, And to me, it kind of really soured me on it. I'm going to watch it. But they're going to be wearing headgear. No, no way. It's unsanctioned oh, in California. Yeah. They have to wear headgear. Well, can also, think, of, think about this, though. Like, Right? That's how I felt when I found out. I'm like, I, that's yeah, not boxing. That's not, not the Mike Tyson, day. Roy Jones Jr. I want to see their faces. I want to see them get deformed. It's, I want to see Roy Jones' head it, pop right off of his fucking neck.
1: Can you, are they going to box Olympic style, too, where you get points and you just, like, run away and not do anything until well, they win by
2: points? I don't think Tyson knows what that is.
1: No, I don't think he does either. But that was, uh, I used to always annoy me to watch Olympic boxing. And it'd be like this big round to keep away after, you know, thirty seconds. But I don't know. I you know how old is Tyson now? Too by the way, what is he? It 53. 50,
0: fifty-four, four. That's it, or something like that. Yeah, that's younger than I thought. So you know, my thing is number one. When you said that the they're going to be wearing headgear, obviously I don't want to see them wearing headgear. But I was going to lead, you know, my soliloquy on this by saying that I pray and hope that neither one of these gentlemen gets seriously hurt doing this because, you know, it's boxing that happens. Um, you know, uh, another thing. And I don't know how many people know this, but Roy Jones Jr., Ray alluded to this earlier, that he's still been fighting. And the reason that he's still been fighting is because he has dual citizenship in Russia. And he's been promoting a lot of cards over there in Russia. So, you know, it's Roy Jones Jr. So, you know, you put him on the card and, you know, he's trying to help his business with that, you know, that aspect. Um, I'm into this. I love it. You can make the argument that you know the post post lead with the exception of Sugar Ray, post lead, these are the two most popular fighters in the last what 30, 40 years. Like there's clearly, you know there there's there's an argument argument to be made for that. And I mean the train wreck aspect of this, it, it's exciting. Plus these are also two of the best promos in the history of boxing. Both of these guys know how to sell a fight. So the press conferences are going to be, you know, off the hood. We already know that. So, yeah, I'm interested in this just to see, yeah, the on the on like I said earlier, the train wreck aspect of this. This is going to be interesting. I don't give Roy Jones a chance. Roy's a little punch truck. If you have seen him recently, because, you know, he was always very intelligent, very quick on his feet. Like he was quick with it. And you see some of the the work he's done for Showtime or HBO. I don't remember which one he works for. But you could clearly tell that the mileage is catching up with him on the odometer. And, you know, the interesting thing from a stylistic aspect is people don't realize this or even remember this, but early Mike Tyson was one of the most fundamentally sound boxers ever. He was so fundamentally sound before, you know, pre- to him winning the title and then you know the fame and the fortune everything kind of got to him and he didn't you know he didn't work as hard as he did but that customado tyson he was super fundamentally sound roy jones not so much he was just super quick and y'all saw what happened to him when you know the quickness started to fail he he got tagged he got knocked the fuck out a, a lot of times because he just wasn't fundamentally sound as a boxer so yeah, I don't think Roy's going to win this, but I think that the promos and the uh, press conferences are going to be interesting, and I'm intrigued, man, to quote Poppy from Highly Questionable, ZZ, I'm very intrigued, I want they to see intrigued. this.
2: Oh, ZZ, I'm very intrigued.
0: And obviously, both of these guys need to check, because we talked about this on Pod is War a few months back, PC, Watch my remember, son's TV should... show. I you know, I i, I was heard I was hearing rumors and murmurs because, you know, sometimes I hear things. I was hearing rumors and murmurs that they were trying to set up a Holyfield Tyson three. Clearly you don't remember that PC by the uh look in your eyes. So I you know, I don't know, but this is that. You know, it's not Holyfield, but this is that. But yeah, this is gonna be interesting. And what you think, man? I think they could do easily a million buys on this thing. What do you guys think? I don't know that it's gonna be think... pay
2: per view. It's going to be televised. Yeah, they're talking about... So the other thing that Tyson oh. spoke about when he came on First Take and he talked to Max Kellerman was he had an idea for Legends League, much like uh, the Big Three, right, for other sports. Mm. Why can't Jerry Rice and quarterbacks get together and play seven-on-seven seven or something where there's no... It's just kind of a skill competition, right? Why can't other boxers like this get together and have exhibitions, right? This is an exhibition. Um, why? Why can't because you get because you're getting hit in the head for a living, man. Well, that's that I, sport. But he's talking about need a check because that's why. They're right, doing but this I'm sport. saying this is among other sports, Ray. You know what I'm talking about. You heard about this, right?
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, it, I, I think it it makes sense, and I think it's one of the one of the the toughest things about being an athlete is that you spend your whole life working so hard. To perfected craft that you make so much money for, through for such a small amount of time. I can do my skill for what I do at my job until I die. Right? You know, you guys can do your skills until you guys die. Right?
0: I don't have any skills, man. Let me know what my skills are so I can monetize them. Talk. Melanomas.
3: You talk. That's your <laughs> skill.
2: We're working on it.
3: Uh, <laughs> um, but uh, But, for example, a basketball player maybe 10 years. And then after that, they got to find something else to do. You know what I mean? But Be, be a running back in the NFL. Four years.
0: Yeah. Maybe. Four, yeah, right? four, yeah. If you're lucky, you get four years. Yeah. Go so ahead.
3: I appreciate the fact, and there's only so many coaches that you can have. There's only so many um, analyst jobs you got. So I, I think it's a really cool idea, with what, especially with what uh, Ice Cube did, because if you watch the Big 3, it's good basketball. It's not like it's trash basketball. It's yeah. decent basketball. I think it's a really clever, smart, and almost inspiring idea to give these guys something else to do to make some money, to give them an opportunity to find out what they' what they wanted to do. Because like, like Stephen Jackson, Stephen Jackson could play in the league tomorrow. Joe yes. Johnson just killed in the in the basketball tournament.
2: Marquette they can't won. Make a roster. Marquette won. So Marquette did, did win. So, Marquette. So you won.
0: guys want to see? So y'all want to see Larry Holmes versus George Foreman?
2: No. That's not what we're talking I mean, about.
3: clearly there's, This there's, is not
2: for 70-year-olds. A... This is for 40- and 50-year-olds that still have skills and can move <laughs> yeah. a little bit. And you adapt the rules to no... All right, stop. stop. He's just over there and well,
1: starting shit well, again. Well, you're making fun, but you can't deny... <laughs> like, if you want to act like nostalgia isn't a thing and, like, that that doesn't make money, like, if you look at just entertainment in general, and I'm not even, like... Is is this something that I would tune into? not necessarily but i've heard of the names that you're talking about but people people buy into that stuff like i would i would buy into uh, like that 7 on 7 thing that you were just talking about with like people who were recently out of the nfl but can still play and can still go and do something like that like i'd watch that i love the old timers game nostalgia is a thing angus jones Absolutely.
3: wearing that damn same schoolboy uniform for 50 years and then people still go watch it right if there was no nostalgia there would be no saudi arabia shows in the wwe like right. it is what it is nostalgia makes money so why can't you monetize it in other ways in other sports this could be the opening of a look at chuck Liddell still want to fight ken shamrock still trying to fight there are so many people in anderson still for just had a fight what like beginning of this year last end of last year There are so many people that still want to do things that are still in shape by regular people's standards to, you know, still make a check and do something with their lives and help their families. Why not? You know? I don't think it hurts at all. It just makes more money for everybody and more enjoyment for for fans. I I think it's a great idea.
0: I agree, man. And nostalgia clearly sells, especially right now. Like, nostalgia is hot right now. My only thing is, and I like where with told totals that they are going to be wearing re- ring gear or headgear, rather, because I just don't want to see these guys get messed up, man. Because a lot of them are already messed up, and you know, win is win. I, I just don't want to see them. I, I saw how Ali went out, and I-, I don't want to see that with these guys. That's that's all I'm saying. But I'm going to tune in, obviously.
2: All right, folks, we are going to be back very shortly with our parting shots for this evening.
3: TheChairShot.com. Always use your head.
0: TheChairShot.com. Always use your head.
2: I'll start off with my parting shot. Platt's going to go last. O'Dowd's after me. Ray's after him. I love Mike Tyson. I love boxing. I had a chance this weekend when I heard the news. I was out of town when I would get back to the hotel after a day of golfing and drinking and having fun and eating some great food i actually started watching some old mike tyson fights i watched him beat spinks and burbick etc etc and just the atmosphere in the crowd was electric for this guy it was one of the most amazing things ever he's the most polarizing uh national right lightning rod since muhammad ali right and there's been no one close to him since then you have your Roy Jones Jr., you have your Oscar De La Hoya, you have your Floyd Mayweather Jr., you have your Manny Pacquiao globally, right? But no one's been Mike since Mike, so you're always going to tune in to watch him. I hope they do it right. I think that this Le- Legends League thing can be really great. And regardless of the headgear, I am a fan of Roy Jones as well. I guess I'm looking forward to this personally. Yo, I must have forgot. Um. I- I'd like to,
3: uh. That's just the only rap. Right? I you people. Roy go balls. Roy got
0: bread. Roy don't drink a smoke. He gets head. Yeah, Roy yeah. keeps at least six women up in the bed. <laughs> Roy
3: do it big because Roy got it made by the oh, head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sorry. Um, well, I gotta I'd follow like... that. <laughs> do you want to go or you want me to go, Patrick? I can go and kind of calm it down.
1: Ah, whatever, man. Is you guys a show?
3: Um, I, I do want to kind of move off of boxing and fighting and go to a sport that we don't talk often or talk enough about and give a lot of credit. We haven't talked enough women's basketball. We don't talk women's basketball because, by and large, most people don't seem to care about women's basketball, which is uh, a situation in its own right. However... I want to give them credit along with uh the women's soccer league as well. The women's leagues in this sport have in this country have been the first leagues to come back and they have had no problems. I want to give them credit for that. I want to give the women give the the women's uh the WNBA credit for being the first league to stand up for social justice and put everything on the line for it. Give them credit for that. Maya Moore who was essentially their LeBron James stopped a career to help an, un, an unjustly arrested man get released after like 20 plus almost 30 years. They don't get enough credit for that. And as much as I think the women's basketball women's basketball and women's athletes in this, in this country they don't get enough credit for being great athletes. I appreciate that their counterparts showed them enough love Uh, that show them consistently love. The WNBA had a very um, open discussion about how much should they make from a revenue sharing, and they finally got a revenue sharing worthy of being a major league. And Kobe Bryant, rest in peace Mamba, was one of their biggest supporters with his daughter being eventually going to be in the league. And I want to give a shout-out to Kyrie Irving for giving $1.5 million of his own money to help those who have decided to to sit out the season based on wanting to continue social justice advancement or COVID concerns. Uh, because we don't give these women, again, enough credit. There are women right now in the, in the WNBA bubble with their kids because they are full-time mothers. So we we're a sports show and I think we're one of the best dance sports shows on the internet. I want to show a little love to all of the athletes, not just
1: the guys. Well wow. said, well, well said, man. So, Hey, I'm going I to, the
3: sports reporters, baby. That's John Saunders all day long. John
1: Saunders. Uh, and I'm going to, I'm going to take uh, an organization that deserves to be taken to task, to task one more time. And that's the NCAA. So this past weekend, Upwards of just under 100 young men were invited to the NBA Combine whenever it happens, which is the important thing to note because they're saying it's not going to happen until late August at the earliest. Why is the NCAA who I'm taking the task? Because there's a large number of players, and we see this every year, who declare for the NBA draft attend the combine and then have 10 days after the combine to make a decision about whether they stay and enter the pros or go back to college and try to season themselves and up their draft stock. This year, the NCAA in its infinite wisdom has decided that everybody has to make up their mind by August 3rd. That would be next Monday. So you're telling a student or a future pro that they have to risk everything on the chance that they might get drafted there's only 60 plus spots over 100 people are invited you do the math this hurts both the players and the coaches as they have to sit there and wonder whether or not to hold a scholarship position for somebody who may or may not come back and would probably be supportive of letting these young men pursue their dreams this is an easy fix for the ncaa all they should do is make an exception in this COVID exception year and let these players follow their feedback and make a decision like they've always done. done 10 days later.
0: That's well said. I agree with that. Yeah. It's going to, that that's going to pull a lot of coats, man. When we have college sports and not college students on campus, that's going to pull a lot of coats talking about, well, they get a free education. So that's going to be funny to uh, see all that play out. So yeah, well said, Mr. O'Dowd. Um, gentlemen, yeah, I, I honestly I didn't know what I was going to talk about here for our parting shot, so I'm just going to rock with it, man. And I hope it makes sense eventually. So, this past week on Potters War, which debuts every Thursday on ShareShot Radio Network, I, I made kind of a, like a passing comment talking about how I was watching the uh, Snoop Dogg versus Dmx versus battle online right prior to us recording the episode. And I, I talked a little bit about how black people, we love DMX. And I said, I, I believe I said that we love DMX for the same reason that we love Mike Tyson. And, and that reason is because we knew those guys. Not them specifically, but we knew that archetype. You know what I mean? Guy who had a rough upbringing, in his heart is a good dude, really a good dude maybe a little misunderstood. And, you know, they have their demons that they're battling. So we just want to see them happy and healthy and thriving. And, you know, on on the heels of this Roy Jones Mike Tyson thing, I think that, you know, it was it was important for me to say that one thing that mainstream America and the dominant society never understood about Mike Tyson. Or one thing that they never saw about Mike Tyson that we did in our community was his humanity cause I mean for you know for frankly just, just to be quite frank man everybody looked at Mike Tyson as an animal he was basically just an animal just this guy that would come out and we've all heard the jokes you know you gotta get there early because if you get there late during a Mike Tyson fight you're gonna miss the entire fight we've all heard those jokes but that's how nobody ever saw his humanity and in real life in, in reality Mike Tyson is one of the most intelligent, one of the most er, articulate and verbose and re- well-read athletes that we've ever seen. Like I've actually gotten book recommendations that I've read off of Mike Tyson recommendations, recommendations rather. And you know, the funny thing about Mike is he's also probably the most self-aware athlete that we've ever seen because athletes and self-awareness don't always go hand in hand you know what i mean he's basically what the dominant society thinks peyton manning is and the thing with peyton manning is it's it's, it that's part of his brand that that oh shucks goofy charm and that self-awareness that's part of the brand but again man you can't hustle a hustler you can't kind of con man and real recognize real and as a hustler and a con man Peyton it it comes across as disingenuous and you know it's funny Mike has kind of chilled out a little bit he's been smoking his weed and this and that so you know I just wanted to kind of talk about that because he's back in the consciousness now because of this thing that he's about to do with Roy Jones and I just want to give him his props that's all that's all I wanted to do
2: Take us home, brother.
0: Hey, man. Patrick, thank you for coming on, brother. We really appreciate it. You are welcome any and every time we are recording. Seriously, you have an open invitation. Whenever you can come on, we're here for you. So I we appreciate it. Uh before we really get out of it. here, no, we appreciate you, man. Uh before we get out of here, man, plat blast twenty twenty, it's a oh thing. God. Go to Pro slash D chair shot in. Buy the t shirt, official... don't vote for them. Buy the T-shirt to fund the campaign and vote for us, because no, really, can we really be the can t-shirt. we really be any can we really be any worse than Agent Orange and Sleepy Joe? I'm not saying I'm just saying. Plat Blast 2020. Always use your head. So, Mr. O'Dowd, man, since you're our guest, man, we're we're gonna go ahead and uh, let you go first here. Let the good folks know where they can find you.
1: Well, you can follow me on Twitter at. Wrestling realist. That is at W R E S T L N G R E A L I S T. As you mentioned at the top of the show, I drop every Monday with an episode of Bandwagon Nerds. If you listen to this week's episode, you'll catch Mister Tunney himself. And then I am also on the Greg Demarco show, which drops every Wednesday here on the Chairshot.com
0: with Finance Miranda. But Mister Cash, go ahead, bro. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get heat
2: for the headline. Yeah, you are. <laughs> oh, I can see it. <laughs> what up, Creva? <laughs> I hope Creva's having cocktails. Otherwise, uh, your ass is grass.
3: <laughs> y'all know me at It's Ray Cash. Black Lives Matter.
2: Mr. Tunney at PC Tunny, all over the Yeah, really enjoyed having Patrick on. Uh, great show, guys. A lot of stuff happening in the in the sports world. Make sure you check back to this show next week and uh, always go ahead and follow us on the twitter at three underscore man weave.
0: you guys can find me on twitter at the real c platt again go to pro forward slash the chair shot regardless of my you know presidential run if you enjoy the content that we provide day in and day out here at the chair shot make sure we can keep providing that content by buying a shirt doesn't cost a whole lot. You're already online shopping anyway. Again, prowrestlingteens.com forward slash the chair shot. This has been a ball. We always have a good time doing this show. Thank you for our guest, Mr. Patrick O'Dowd. PC Tunney was able to make a run in. That was phenomenal. And yeah, we're... thank you guys for tuning in to Three Man Weave. We'll be back next week, same plat time, same plat channel. Until next time,
2: shalom. Don't give up, Devin. Jeez.
3: And they stay there And they say yeah And they stay there down, down, Cause all I do is win, win, win. And if you go in here, Put your hands yeah. in the air Listen, can stay there Ludacris going in on the verse Cause I've never been defeated and I won't stop now